DeRozan sees an opening, drives and throws it down! DeMar DeRozan with the slam! Fires, it goes off the left, and score! Oh, what a play by Duchesne! And what a catch! Oh, God! DeAndre Hopkins! You don't like that? You don't like NBA basketball! The Bot Pod with Pierce and Johnny. And we're back with another episode of The Bot Pod. How's it going, Johnny? Sun is shining over here, man. I'm good. How about you? Doing pretty good. I am a tired man, though. I watched basically five days straight of basketball, I'll say. (laughs) Loved every second of it, though. But I'm tired. I I was a little, usually it's first two rounds, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like first 64 is Thursday, Friday, 32, Saturday, Sunday. Um, But this year they extended it. So it it ended on Monday. And I was like, by Sunday night, I was like, man, this is ready just to feel over, just go back with my life and then back watch basketball next weekend. But then there was the Monday. Um, (laughs) But it was great. Every second of it was great, except some of the seconds were bad. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know how we want to go over the tournament. Um, we got our, we did our draft last week. It's going pretty good. Um, very we'll, tight. We'll go over. It's it's extremely tight. Um, we each have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have seven teams. You have nine teams, I believe. Yep. Yep. Um, I the, the current points. I am up by two points. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's it's tight very tight um round of 64 yeah. i won 16 or 19 games johnny won 13 round of 32 where points are worth two i won seven johnny won nine so yeah there's nine guys left um, yeah so you are up by one no two points i'm up by two oh. points but in this next round of sweet 16 johnny has guaranteed six points because he has uh two of his teams going up against another two of his teams and then i only have guaranteed three points um, so when you factor yep. that in Johnny's up by one point, and then we have five, five or six swing, five swing games here, which will be exciting games, all of them. Yeah, we who's uh, what are the underdogs in the five swing games? Okay, so I will. Do you want to go by by seed or by like Vegas's odds? Uh, probably Vegas's odds. Vegas's odds. Okay. Just because, like, we, <laughs> it was of course going to be this year that there was going to be so many upsets because the rankings were just no one really knew with COVID and everything with games played and everything that mm-hmm. these rankings were just so not right. <laughs> so, yeah. So Vegas. the, uh, the Vegas odds, the first day is pretty, pretty chalky. So like pretty standard. Um, we got Loyola Chicago going up against Oregon state, the eight seed going up as a 12 seed. Loyola's favored by six and a half points. So that's okay. Johnny's team. Baylor is favored by six and a half over Villanova, which are both Johnny's teams. Arkansas is favored by 11 and a half points, which is a lot, um, yep. over a 15 seed or Roberts, Cinderella story of the tournament. Yep. And then um, the late game, we got Houston six point favorites over Syracuse, which mm. honestly, six points seems like a lot. I honestly like Syracuse to cover that. Yeah, me too. I might even say, honestly, Syracuse to win, but that's just me. Um, Houston's my team. Syracuse is Johnny's team. We go to Sunday. Gonzaga, 13-point favorites over Creighton. That's pretty... Um, That doesn't seem <laughs> too crazy. much. That's a lot for a Sweet 16 matchup, yeah, um, especially nuts. a 1 and a 5, Um, but Gonzaga's that good. Both Johnny's teams. Michigan over Florida State. Three-point favorites are Michigan over, like, first, first seed Michigan over fourth-ranked Florida State. It's going to be a great game. Okay. Yeah, Alabama two seed six point favorite over UCLA. Oh, I forgot. Uh, Michigan's my team. FSU's Johnny's team. Alabama's Johnny's team. UCLA's my team. Um, so what's what are we at right now? So you have I'm technically favored in more of the swing games here. Yeah, because you are. USC's two and a half point favorite over Oregon. But okay. like it's a two and two, and then like I, the Q's Houston matchup, bro. I think that'll be the ultimate swing matchup if yeah. the rest is chalk. So. It's it's gonna be going down to the wire. I I yeah. like I like your side though, cause just cause Gonzaga and Baylor have been rolling teams, absolutely yeah. rolling teams. But well, that's exactly it. I got Gonzaga and Baylor, and then I also have the two teams that I actually cheer for, which is Syracuse and Loyola. And Loyola so, yeah, so. dude, I freaking I watched that entire Illinois versus Loyola Chicago game. Yeah, Illinois was never in it. 
Never nope. in it. Never in it. Um, but yeah, Cameron Crutwig, Sister Jean. Just oh, I, we were just so deprived of this tournament last year. It's just so awesome to have it back. Yeah. Yeah, man. We'll have to wait and see. I can't believe how how quick all the brackets were destroyed. No, it was Oral Roberts, and then and then yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's not a single perfect bracket. If you say you have a perfect bracket, you are lying. Um, that that's all I can say. Yeah, that um, ended like three days yeah. ago. <laughs> the the Midwest is the craziest um section or division, whatever you want to call it. You have an eight, you have a twelve, and you have a two and an eleven. That's a lot of low seeds. Yeah, I personally, uh, I could Loyal Chicago was underseeded. If you can do that to a number one seed, you definitely shouldn't be an eight seed, which is yeah. honestly probably why they played like that, had a chip on their shoulder. So, and did you see Sister Jean's prayer, bro? No. Oh man, she she had a prayer that if I knew that she prayed that, I would I would be taking all of my Illinois shares away. <laughs> she was like predicting stats in her prayer. Um, wow. And uh, and they all came true. So the power of Sister Jean. That's unreal. What a woman. Um. Yeah. Do you have any other other storylines you want to touch on on the on the tournament here? Mm, not that I can think of. Apart from, I think if we were to predict a a winner right now. Going into the Sweet 16, um, mine is Gonzaga. I don't know. Gonzaga Baylor called. Finals. Gonzaga Baylor Finals. I think. Those I are, agree. It's it's them versus the field. I think. Yeah. Um, teams that can contend against Gonzaga. I mean, Creighton shoots a lot of threes, so like they're there with it. Which still being a 13 and a half point favorite, it's Vegas doesn't think they're going to be there with it. Um, but Oregon literally just destroyed Iowa yesterday after they had a like. It was like a buy game because uh, VCU had COVID. Um, mm. And there's a lot of people thinking that Oregon could keep up with them, but like they're just so good, so deep, shoot so well. Um, and it, they're just like a train that doesn't seem like they're stopping. So I'm, I'm with you on that. Sir. But, um, but you would definitely pick Gonzaga as the first. Yeah. 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 Okay. But ba- Baylor in the finals, and that will be honestly an electric game. Yeah. Both teams can shoot three on the court. The defense will be a little bit lacking for both, but. That'll just make it that more fun. I'll be honestly feel like close to an NBA game if that's that's the finals. Mm, yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what happens this week because these teams have five days to prepare for their matchups. So a lot of these these big lines, um, we're seeing a lot of sixes. Yeah, a lot of sixes here. Like those, it might be a little bit closer than than they think because you have that whole week to prepare. So mm. also in basketball news this weekend, Blake Griffin first dunk in. 500 days or something like that yeah I'm very, um, I'm very happy for the man yeah i'm really happy for the man as well the uh i think the the confusing thing is i didn't know that it was that long in theory it's literally like 20 games played yeah <laughs> but it, injuries and the bubble and covid stretched it out for like over 400 days or something like that it just like went so much under the radar for me Oh, okay. That like I was you see as as a Pistons it, fan and follower, he's literally been all over my timeline of he hasn't dunked, he's not the same. That makes sense. Good riddance. Yeah, yeah for me I was kinda like I like he's known for dunking. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, even the twenty games, how did he not dunk in those <laughs> those games? Like yeah, exactly. I was just so shocked. And yet in that game, uh, those that was his only points for that game. I think he got like two points in his fifteen minutes, and it was like okay. Um, All right. yeah. He, you see the Blake Griffin situation there. We talked about it here, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we'll just leave it at that. Happy for him, but like he's not the Blake Griffin of old, obviously. Yeah. We'll see what he brings to the Nets, though. Yeah. I, I'm just waiting for them to get Kevin Durant back. They're rolling without him, without Kevin Durant, and then they're gonna get him back, and it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough yeah um okay one more okay this might put you on spot but it might not um lebron's out with the ankle joel Embiid hyperextended his knee those were like the two mvp front runners do you think there's a dark horse in this or do you think they either those two guys bring it back uh from injury and, and take the take the mvp i know Jokic is Jokic is up there in the odds now um there's talks of harden i don't know how you can how guys will vote harden after what he did to houston um yeah i don't know who the other dark horses are do you think do you think it's LeBron and Bede, or do you think some of the field takes it, like a Dame Lillard or Steph come in and take it? Um, I feel like Embiid's got it. Yeah, that's what I'm leaning towards. Um, he did 
It was like a it looked a lot scarier of an injury than he like it's sounded like he narrowly missed a big scare or something like that. So hopefully he yeah. can come back. Obviously you want both of them to come back, but like I think I think Embiid's got it, but then Jokic and I think Giannis would be the second. Yeah, Giannis too. I like Dame definitely I would like he's probably the guy that I would want it the most. Uh, James Man, Harden, if I Dame don't could want get an MVP. Good yeah, for him, bro, that'd be awesome. That'd be so sweet. But like, he he just has such. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, Jokic seems like the front runner, but. Um, and the Giannis thing is interesting because he's basically been putting up the same numbers as his past two MVP seasons, but it's like this yeah. whole like tired, tired uh, voting syndrome of like, oh, like we gotta get something else in here, even though like Giannis is literally doing the same thing year after year. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's exactly it. And, like, Giannis is, he's killing it, too. Yeah. Like, killing it. And it's almost like. because they can't do anything in the playoffs that everyone's like, oh, he's not it. <laughs> Even though he's exactly. literally, like, a broken video game player. Yeah. Well, and Philly, they were, they had such an amazing record with Joel, yeah. so. Um, well, and then there's also the argument of, like, if the Lakers, like, tank without LeBron James there. The voters might be like, oh, he was so valuable to this team. We have to still vote him. Yeah, but they're like, out AD as well. Yeah, but he he was so, even carrying them in, in like, games without AD, too. Yeah. And then that's even more of a case for LeBron. It's true. But you got to be able to play the majority of the games. They're not going to give it to some guy who's only played half the game. Exactly, yeah. But, and LeBron's so durable. Like, it might just be, like, a three-week or three-day injury, and he'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. Just needs a taco Tuesday and then he's good. He'll be good. After yeah, yeah. Oh, he just he, that's how his injuries work. He just needs to yeah. rotate over to it. So really, like Wednesday injuries are the worst for him because it's a yeah, whole exactly. seven, six, seven days till the next taco Tuesday. Yeah, those are the worst. Those All right. Are, any more? Any more basketball topics? No, I'm good. Let's let's okay. keep her going. We're moving in. Like we promised last week, we are into the soccer corner. Okay, so I have some interesting questions for Johnny. We'll see how he does. I'm sure he'll do great. Um, but uh, it's just for for me to kind of broaden my horizons, you know. Mm, um, yep. So okay, first question here. I saw this stat that it's the first time in Champions League that um, Messi and Ronaldo haven't been in the quarters for 16 years. Is that true? Yep. Okay. Then the question is. Does this is this like the end of the Ronaldo Messi era, or was it just kind of a bit of fluke? Because I I don't know, I don't watch the game. Yeah, it's more of um like it's a tough conversation to have because uh, Ronaldo's getting old. Um, it's it's like insanely rare. Like soccer, basically, you tend to start to drift off once you're thirty four, thirty five. Um, Ronaldo's thirty six and going strong. And so he like he's leading the Serie A, which is the Italian league he yep. plays in. He's leading in goals there, um, and like he's he's still unreal. So Champions I don't League even is know... like group stage and then playoffs, right? It's not like a huge bracket, right? Yeah, there's a yeah, there's an initial round robin. You get into um, and you have to finish top two in your group or something. You got it, yeah. Okay. And then the fourth I, I know, person I know plays it. second. Uh, team and then that th- that's the round they didn't make they didn't get top two in their group both of them or they lost the play um they lost uh in the groups i'm pretty sure okay i'm blanking here let me check because that makes sense the quarters if the quarters is right after the group stage but then last yeah. year one of them made the quarters but then lost that game oh no they made it out of the group and then because the group are sometimes pretty chalk right because like you have like these Bundesliga Monster teams going games. up against like some like random league in a random country that no one's heard of. Sometimes that happens. Yeah, like Champions League is it's um basically it's trying to uh you basically get a like a ballot. Like think of like if I'm like explaining this to like a history nerd or something like the United Nations, certain countries get more seats at the table because they have more population they have more or states. maps or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, the states would have a lot more representing them rather than Croatia. Mm. And so, um, what they do is England, as an example, is a far more superior team. They'll be given uh, four to five seats at the table or in group stages. Four bids, yeah. Whereas another team, uh, like in Ukraine, 
one team will get to go. Usually it's Shakhtar and uh, that's like kind of how it works. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So they weren't in there kind of slowing down, obviously showing signs. So then that leads into my next question. Ronaldo and Messi, if I'm giving them the comparison to like a Sid and Ovi to hockey, that's fair comparison, right? I'm, I'm not off base in that, right? I uh, know it's a perfect comparison. Okay. Who are the Connor McDavid and Nathan McKinnon? Who the Sid and Ovi or Ronaldo and Messi? So who are like the up and comer guys that I should get on my radar or should probably already have on my radar? Um, yeah. That's, um, that's my question. Okay. Um, so this one's a little like I I can't explain how perfect to a T the Ronaldo Messi Sid and Ovi yeah, yeah. That's is, literally like is. A, literally match made in heaven. Yeah, if like Ovi's two years older than Sid, uh, Ovi's a goal scorer, Ronaldo's a goal goal scorer, Sidney is everything, Messi's shorter, but a nice, nice legs. Yeah, yeah. Ovi has like a more probably like arrogant kind of character, where Sidney's a lot more quiet. So it's like you couldn't draw it up more perfect, is what we're all saying. You can't, you really can't. It's perfect. So, um, yeah, that's that just is really wild to me. Um, the Connor McDavid McKinnon is a lot harder uh, to do yeah. because they're both not necessarily like young. Like they're not considered in the groupings of like wonder kids, if that makes sense. Yeah, so like how, yeah. I've heard how of soccer kind of works. I've heard of wonder is, kids. Yeah. So There's like 16 year olds scoring in Premier League or something, right? Like that kind of well, stuff. Yeah. Like usually the, usually the wonder kids are like between 18 and 19 and they're just doing unbelievable in the league and they they have a bright future ahead of them and that's usually like you could attribute that to austin matthews more so than Connor mcdavid because he's yeah two years younger. so um i guess it doesn't have to be like super like because like we said ronaldo messi sid ovi is pretty pretty sick comparison but like who are these like up and comer i would yeah I, i could put uh austin matthews i think i wrote this before the whole austin matthews um being awesome thing even though it's been a while but uh yeah like who are like this next young crop that i should keep out on the lookout for yeah so um basically uh there's two ways to go about it so if i'm going just off of young talent then what i'm gonna say is Connor mcdavid is killian mbappe oh mbappe Uh, psg right yeah so that's (laughs) on Skill, that's on speed that's one of the main things i like that comment uh, that's he's the cool. fastest person uh in in soccer by a, a good margin 99 pace uh, in fifa or what something like that yeah let's at go. least the inform card is let's go. Let's um, go. so mbappe mcdavid is definitely the best comparison uh nathan mckinnon is a little bit tougher um as I'm, i tried to do it as as to a t as possible um so there's one way to go about it where I could say similar story and presence would be so like you know how Nathan McKinnon had kind of a dry period mm-hmm. and after then he his broke rookie out? year yeah yeah so started out good dry period and then now absolutely dominant uh, that reminded me a lot of Harry Kane um, ooh that must have hurt to put down yeah yeah it did. <laughs> um. Yeah, so like Harry Kane or even Kevin De Bruyne, those are the two that came to my mind, but they're not necessarily young. So if so like that was more of a story comparison as well as dominating the league. Like uh, a futures kind of like this is yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, I see. And Kevin De Bruyne is like one of the most accurate ones in my opinion. Not only do they look a lot alike, um Yeah, they kinda do. <laughs> injury hair and everything. Yeah, but yeah. um Kevin De Bruyne's also known as like the best playmaker um and McKinnon can definitely have that attribution to him but um i think 29 years old what mckinnon's like 26 mckinnon's 25 turning 26 yeah okay a few years years off but you know well and that's the other thing to note is like for soccer you're it's like in hockey you're getting to your peak when you're like 29 and 30 but in soccer it's like 25 26 it's a lot younger when you're doing so well okay um, the game changes so much and like that's why people retire early in soccer at or between 32 to 34 usually hockey, and then in the 35s and 37s yeah, yeah yeah exactly so um but if i'm looking just at wonder kids you have yeah, to wonder go with kids. holland holland okay yeah 
Yeah, Erling Holland is like the most uh, entertaining. Um, like the best comparison with him as far as soccer players, you know, is Latin, but a, it's a younger Latin. Oh, that's sick. So he nicknamed the Terminator at 20 years yeah. old. Yeah, it's because is whenever it a they self nickname. Oh, no, like this guy is an absolute robot. Dude, I freaking it's... love this guy, bro. Yeah, he he, he wakes like up the every bad morning. Guy from Rocky. Yeah, yeah, he does. The Russian, <laughs> the Russian, um, whoever his name is. He so Holland wakes up every morning to the Champions League national <laughs> anthem. That is awesome. Uh, yeah, he every like time when they stand out and like shake people's hands, he looks straight at either the trophy or the other team's coach, <laughs> and doesn't blink. Um, he he's an absolute freak. It's wild. Um, so okay. he's like him and Mbappe are basically the next names of football, most likely. Dang, I freaking love this guy. Six yeah. four. He's from yeah. England, but he's Norwegian. Probably if if I was to do a more direct comparison, to be Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews, and Austin Matthews would be Holland. Holland, yeah. They both have good characters, and then Matthews is a goal scorer. Holland's a goal scorer. Um, so that's probably would like be that, the comparison yeah. rather than McKinnon. He plays for Norway national team, hey. Yeah. Is he good enough? To- but that's like a Zlatan type thing too, right? Yeah. Norway Zlatan good? carried the Swedish team. And so. he'll carry these guys probably, right? Yeah, him and his cousin. Holland has a cousin who's dominating right now as well. But he's not on a a known big known team yet. He's oh, okay. He's All right. Thank you yeah. for this. I love this freaking guy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll mention him when uh, we're going over your last question. Okay, more questions. Um, what teams are like the Detroit? Oh, this is a tough question. Detroit Lions and Buffalo Sabers of soccer right now. Places that have had stars but can't develop around them or get any major success or traction or anything like that. Yeah. So this is a really hard question because unlike in hockey and football, the team most teams are going yeah. well, and they're bought basically off of the salary cap. And like everyone has free pickings on draft picks, whereas in soccer, whatever team has the most money gets the stars. So the question that says places that have had stars but can't develop a team around, it's like, well, I'm only looking at a certain amount of teams that have stars. Okay. Um, so I'm not looking at a team that isn't as like that's like struggling like the Buffalo Sabers because no team would be struggling like them um that all, that has stars like if it if a good team is struggling and they have stars they're generally mid table okay yeah they're not in relegation territory or anything yeah so but the best way to... though like for some teams is like is really bad right oh it's devastating okay yeah so the best and most like accurate comparison that i can think of is arsenal oh shoot bro yeah so like arsenal is a team that has been able to pull in stars for so long they had so much success in the past and uh typically especially recently a lot of their stars are wanting to leave um they've gone through a ton of different management and uh they just can't get the ball rolling no matter how much cash they spend. So that's like the most direct comparison that I can think of. Either them or Tottenham, which is hilarious because they're rivals. They're rivals, yeah. But Tottenham can't win a trophy for their life no matter how many good stars that they get. That's like the running joke, Tottenham. They always well, they're, look they're in the trophy for that? cabinet. Yeah. That's funny. Like everyone, like you just show a picture of like an empty trophy cabinet and just say the every Tottenham's Spurs just fan. Tottenham. <laughs> yeah exactly okay, so okay. those are the the most accurate comparisons i can think of yeah and um, i like that you're keeping it in the prem where i kind of know a bit well and i will add so this is this is probably a more accurate way to represent uh the nhl situation so if we're going to contain nhl which is like let's just say like all the best hockey teams compared to like the chl whl all this kind of stuff and the khl so nhl is like the hub of hockey teams but then if we look at soccer, it's the Champions League. That is the hub of all the best soccer teams. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we're looking at that in that kind of retrospect, then the team that's most like Detroit Lions among all of the best teams in the world is PSG. Oh, um, so like Detroit Lions and Buffalo Sabers, they're a team that is able to have stars. They are just they dominate their French league, but in respect to the Champions League and among all other teams. 
They never win anything, even though they spend the most money, they get the biggest stars, and they never, ever produce. And they roll through managers all the time because they always really, think... PSG rolls through managers. Real... Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, because they need a new manager if they're putting in so much cash and getting these guys. So, yeah, that's like the running joke about PSG is like they'll, they win the French League almost every year, but it doesn't really matter because... They're no, never considered a good team in the world because they don't go past round eight. So, okay, wow, that was a really good answer, and that really yeah. honestly opened my eyes. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Okay, last question. This is obviously being really fun. Um, okay, what team should I become a fan of without being a bandwagon fan? Um, and then I listed some of my favorite players here. Um, Ibrahimovic, Laton, PSG version. Neymar, frosted tips in brackets. Ronaldinho, uh, Fernando Torres, based off the hair as well. And then Hulk and Kaka Pacagil, basically because of their names. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So this but is. I freaking uh, love this Holland guy, bro. He looks freaking sick. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my first, and this is by far the best answer, um, but you have to, there's like kind of a, an extra layer that you really need to consider. So um, my second favorite team is the team I'm going to mention. Uh, it's Borussia Dortmund. So that's the team that Holland plays for right now. And this is the best. Dortmund. So compared to everything that you just listed, all the players, it has literally everything you're looking for. So as far as Ibra Ibrahimovic, you have Holland. Yep. As far as Neymar, whether it be with his hair or his skills, um, you have Jaden Sancho. Uh, he's a winger, probably one of the most, like, the best up-and-coming stars as a winger. Okay. Um, as far as... Oh, he looks sick, Ronald, too. Yeah. As far as Ronaldinho goes, you have tons of different amazing footwork players on this team. They are so fun to watch. It's it's wild. Um, also, Ronaldinho had good hair, too. <laughs> a lot of my picks here are true. based off of hair. Yeah, yeah, very true. Um... Fernando Torres, you have Marco Royce, literally like almost a cut cut copy of their faces. They're so similar, similar hairstyle. Um, oh yeah, definitely yeah. I've so heard Marco of him Royce, before. who has he played for before? Royce, Dortmund. He's Dorman. like the most loyal player. Oh, okay, there we go. Um, Hulk and Kaka. I didn't really know how, what to go off, of that. <laughs> but like if we're going off of cool names, like are there any Brazilians Zach. on here? There's a guy named Zagadu on the team, which I love. Sick name. Um, no, I don't. I can't think of any Brazilians on their team. Z Dan Axel Zagadu. That's sick. Yeah, he's a he's so cool. Um, but so here's the here's the caveat to it. Um, Dortmund is like they have the one of the best academies in the world. They get they produce so much young youth and talent. But uh, Bayern Munich, which runs the German league, yeah. basically, they buy every good player from Dortmund. Oh. It's a, it's a really annoying fact. Uh, all some of like my Dortmund favorite fans. players. Yeah, it's really frustrating, which is why Dortmund loves Royce so much. Um, but Dortmund is like, they they're just such a cool team. They play some of the most fun soccer and. Uh, they have amazing, like they fit all the kind of play styles and people that you're kind of looking for. Dude, but perfect. what I would say though, because I don't know if you're going to be watching German football, um, is if you're going to try to pick a team, Holland is most likely leaving this summer and join the team that Holland goes to. Okay. If you're since he he literally is like a cut cut copy of like your a player that you would want to follow. Yeah. And he's just hilarious. He's got a nickname. He's the he's Terminator, so baby. So he's like, go wherever he goes. Okay. Is my, um, if you want, cause this is like the other thing with soccer is like you follow some of your favorite players because people move clubs all the oh, time. Yeah. Um, and they like not only move clubs, but they move countries and play in different leagues. So it's very tough. So if you're wanting, I know, like you have Dazen and the Premier League's on it. And so if you wanted to a, a Premier League team and you don't want to be a bandwagon team, there's two teams I would recommend. There is Leicester, which I don't know if you remember, but 
in 2016, I believe it was, um, they had a 5,000 to one shot of winning the Premier League, which to put that in retrospect, um, in baseball, the the greatest uh, odds for someone to win the World Series was 500 to one, which was the Philadelphia Eagles. And then the greatest odds in the Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl was Cleveland Browns, who won 200 to one. So and they were 5,000. And they were 5,000 to one. It was, it was impossible. Someone had bet, like, I think it was like $30 on it and just absolutely <laughs> millions. So um, this is like, yeah, this is like a, a team that has such a cool story, has really cool roots. They, um, ever since that initial win, they have built a really good loyal base. So you got Jamie Vardy, which you probably heard the name of. Yeah. Um, James Madison is a, like, he's a gorgeous specimen. Specimen, I'm going to say it. <laughs> uh, I follow that guy. I love watching him play. They, they just have such a really good oh, fan base sick. and a really this good team. Sick. Yeah. Um, so Leicester is a good team I'd recommend. Uh, they're definitely not a team that is like you're just jumping on the bandwagon. They're just like a they're a fun team, and it's going to be tough for them to win again, most likely. But they're in third this year. They're doing really well. Um, so there's that. And then another team I would recommend is Leeds. Leeds, Leeds is my they're my second favorite uh, English team. They used to be one of the best teams in the world. And then out of nowhere, they collapsed and dropped five leagues um, down. So they went to the oh. football championship. They just continue to get relegated. And over the past five years, they've climbed up and basically won every single year to get promoted under their current coach, uh, Marcio uh, Bielsa, who is like the mastermind of coaches. And so now they're back in the Premier League. They aren't necessarily going to win you a championship um, right away, given the fact that they don't have a ton of cash. But they got people like Patrick Bamford, who such a cool guy up front, this no-name random kid who's now killing the league right now. Oh, you got people with good hair. Too. You got people with good hair like yep. Calvin Phillips. Need that. Need that in my team. That's like a yeah. must. I will probably jump ship if there's no sick hair on the team. Yeah, yeah. Kelvin Phillips is one of my go-to favorite players. Um, he's just he's a G. Um, you also oh, got yeah, it's got some sick hair. Yeah, you have Helder Costa who has great hair. You got um, you got a lot of good guys on that team. Um, okay. So there's that. And then if you're wanting to go outside the box, is my last one is Crystal Palace. Crystal just Palace. So- they i don't i don't know why when i saw them it reminded me of the detroit lions um they have like an all-star player similar to like galladay and Stan, uh, stafford. stafford but they have a guy named zaha who sick hair <laughs> <laughs> let's super, go oh this guy super, looks sick too super genuine awesome nice guy super loyal they have really good youngsters like easy um and they have townsend who's good and uh, I also just love their jerseys, especially this year. So they're just like, they're a team that will probably never win the championship. <laughs> I will add that. <laughs> That's like they're, the Lions though, so. Yeah, they're mid-table not, not every year. But if they start doing well, then that's something to be excited about. That's like the thing with Premier Leagues. It's like most of the teams you end up like attaching yourself with are like teams you could just get excited about wins. It's like you, when you get a win, it's super exciting. It's not necessarily getting a championship. It's like sweet, it's we won. Week week. Exactly or we like, had like exactly like a Lions. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like we had a huge upset against Manchester City kind of thing. So Okay. Okay, Quay, one more quick question that wasn't on my thing. If you place higher in the table, does the, do you get more money from the league or that's not how it works? Um because I know there's no so, like playoffs for Premier League. It's like if you're at the top of the table at the end of the year, you win, right? Yeah. Um or does it just, it just like if you win more games, it's, it just boosts your program and from so yeah, that's tough. So from my understanding, there is not incentive from the league, uh, so you don't get like cash prizes or anything. There's different ways to make money by winning various cups in the league, oh, okay. um, or tournaments and stuff like that. Um, but as far as like your team doing well, 
if your team is doing well, then you're by the organization's design, whether or not you're making money, more money from shirt sales or attendances, uh, whether or not you're making more money because you met certain goals within your company. So you were able to get a bonus kind of thing. Mm, okay. Um, so that's like the kind of idea, but uh, that's kind of what happened with Leicester is they just became a huge favorite when they won the league. And now they had investors all over the world investing in them. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Yeah. So now they're like a decently they funded a, team, which is why. They have a sweet why, logo too. Yeah. They're the Foxes. That's sick. Yeah. What are the leads called? Or do they not have the, a nickname? No, they don't. They're just leads. And Crystal Palace has to have a nickname, right? Um, Let me look that up. Because it's like a bird, but maybe they don't. Crystal Palace. Nicknames the Eagles, nicknames, the Glaciers. The Eagles. Okay. Yeah. Eagles is definitely it okay i'll i'll make my decision and i will report back but i appreciate this presentation yes of course Dude, I, this was fun this was awesome <laughs> yeah that was great that was, that awesome. was uh i maybe i will I, have when i come like be, like get more into it maybe i'll have more questions so we might do another one of these or it might become a regular segment <laughs> sounds good um well, yeah what do we got next here some football football into football we do have some football yeah free agency cleanup um we talked a bit, a few signings before. Let's let's just go over them. Biggest one, obviously, Kenny Galladay to the Giants. Did you do? You, did you like that one? Um, honestly, I'm kind of confused why Galladay chose them. Uh, I don't feel like Jones is gonna be great for him. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, with you on that. I my immediate thought goes to obviously the money. Yeah. Um, they probably gave him the best offer. Um, but what I think this does is it just puts so much more pressure on danny jones next year like he i think out of all 32 quarterbacks he probably has the most to prove because hmm. yeah. they literally set him up for a lot of success for next year with that signing and getting saquon back and letting him start so yeah and i think um one thing that i like i feel like this is just a i think this is a good move by the giants yeah yeah like i feel like this especially with how good their defense is yeah um like that's something that I just their defense can't. won them their six games last year. Like we can be honest. Like Daniel Jones did not do maybe like one game he did something to like put them over the edge for the win. But I'm pretty sure their defense is why they won six games yeah, last year. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, like once they get Barkley back, they'll they'll have a ground game other than Jones. <laughs> yeah, actually, Gallman did decent. Gallman but... was good. Um, yeah, like you said, well, Barkley's a different beast, right? Like he'll Barkley getting Barkley. Hey, let's think through this here. You get six wins from your defense. We'll say Kenny Galladay adds you one win because he makes one contested catch to save a game. Barkley, honestly, running backs don't matter, but like I'd give him two wins like for Barkley to just go off two games and that's the reason why you win two games. Or he's just icing games because the defense is keeping you in it. So what are we at now? That's nine wins. Daniel Jones, that like the swing is on him if they're a playoff team or not. Exactly. So... Um, 100%. Galladay, fantasy-wise, though, are you touching that? No. It's a downgrade fantasy-wise for sure. 100%. Um, another downgrade fantasy-wise, we got to talk about freaking the Raiders, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they literally delete their entire offensive line. They cut everyone, traded a guy to the Patriots, and then signed Kenyon Drake to fix that problem. Yeah, yeah, that hurts, I have them man. as the biggest loser of this offseason so far. Yeah, and just Josh Jacobs, man. Yeah. Like, oh, one Don't of my favorite fantasy players. Yeah. And just, <laughs> oh, man, that hurts. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. They got John Brown, at least. <laughs> John Brown to replace the Nelson Aguilar shares, which, like, yeah, Henry Ruggs should be doing that anyways for you. John Brown yeah. could be a good number, too. Um, And then, like, what, are you going to get Darren Waller to help block more? No, that's not, that doesn't happen. <laughs> so, like, they need to do something with the O-line. Yeah. Um ah, so weird. Yeah, they're they took steps backwards. Um the other teams I didn't really have any other teams that took noticeable steps backwards, really. I was gonna ask you, this isn't a noticeable step backward, but uh I wanted your opinion on uh the Colts deciding to get Mac back. I was that would go under the confusing um category for me yeah you did like, fine without him the whole year yep and maybe he's like a great locker room guy that's like the only thing i could think of or like he also didn't want to leave but like, well, like wouldn't we, you rather sign ty hilton with that 
because he's like Mr. Indianapolis. Yeah. That one yeah. was confusing to me. I'm very confused. Like, you obviously got JT and, and Naheem they're going to be running them a lot. And, and then Wilkins. Hines is fantastic. And Wilkins is yeah, a Wilkins fine third. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and like, I don't even know what to do with Jonathan Taylor as far as, far as fantasy goes. He was like a top okay. 10 candidate for me this coming year. Well, this same year. with even like. Um, like my like my buddy Trevor has Taylor in our rookie league, and we're like, okay, well, what's what's going on? And then Jamal Williams signs with the Lions, so then my DeAndre Swift pick seems like, yeah. oh, what's gonna go on there? Even though J- Jamal Williams, bro, awesome dude, yeah. awesome dude, he's so funny. So I'm glad he's a Lion, but like, we'll we'll see what happens. I guess I guess it'll be fine because Adrian Peterson's gone, so like, he's a good RB two for. Is the AP Lions. gonna be signed by anyone? I I think so. Um, who was I, I here? So I heard Chiefs. I heard Chiefs. Okay, yeah. So like oh, they'll they'll just sit on the bench uh, for them. <laughs> what do you think of um the Bears getting rid of Trubinsky and bringing in Dalton? We got to talk about both those guys. Yeah. Um, we'll start with Trubisky. Great job going to the Bills because you're gonna show up on yep. day one and be like, you see what you did with Josh Allen? Do that to me. Um, he won't be there long, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and then Andy Dalton. I'll put that under the category of terrible backup plan. You missed out on Russ. You missed out on Deshaun Watson. Um, and then Andy Dalton. Yeah, it's that's literally like it's not a notable step back, but it's for sure not a step forward. Um, and like Allen Robinson, we just we just feel for him. Yeah, you just feel yeah. for him. I um, Kenny Galladay didn't know how good he had it. He's gonna go to Daniel Jones and and then yeah. Alan Robinson's like, why would you leave Stafford? I would do anything to play with Stafford. Yeah, I think um, first thing I thought of with um, Dalton is that he's back on that orange team. Dude, that's he's gonna look beautiful, bro. He will like, because the red rifle be with so the Bengals nice. though was almost a little too much orange. Hey, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. So the little tinge in the numbers, ooh, that's gonna pop on Sunday, baby. Hundred percent. Only yeah, really positive thing though is how you look. <laughs> um, that's and then amazing. one more we talk about Juju Smith Schuster. Oh yeah, Juju Smith Schuster. Oh man, you said you had a bunch of takes. This is uh, this is uh, walk me. Through he like take he goes on Twitter or Instagram or whatever and says, "I'm leaving, boys. It's been a it's been a ride," <laughs> or whatever. Like been great playing in Pittsburgh. He talks with the Ravens, and he talks with the Chiefs. We both offered them. First of all, I don't care what the deals were like. You can go from Big Ben to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And you go back to Big Ben. It was just so confusing for me. Um, And like, yeah, my one buddy, he's like, yeah, it's a great signing. Good job getting him back. But I'm like, like, I mean, I guess it's a one-year deal. I'm assuming no one was offering him that Kenny Galladay package of like, yeah. a, hey, I'm going to set you up for the next three or four years. Lots of guaranteed money. I think that's probably what it boiled down to. But like, that was my literal initial jerk reaction. Like, what are you doing not playing with Patrick Mahomes? What I was thinking was um, he kind of took the coward's way out. Interesting. Okay. That was my first thought was that, he... That's a good take about it, actually. Like, I heard that he was getting... He was getting offers for quite a bit more. Um, two mil more. Yeah. And in places where he would, wouldn't would necessarily be, obviously, like, counting out the Chiefs, but um, most other places he was getting offers where he was going to be, like, potentially the number one the, the wide full receiver. feature. The full feature, yeah. Like, Jets yeah, were and, rumored, right? Yeah. And I feel like he just took the coward's way out. I feel like he didn't want to take on that responsibility because... Like, as soon as Antonio Brown left and then he got put in those situations, obviously that was a little bit different because Big Ben didn't play that year. But um, but Juju just couldn't couldn't live up to it, and he was yeah. getting absolutely swarmed. And then here he has the nice safety fact that Claypool... Deontay Johnson, yeah. ...and Johnson are going to be getting a lot of looks, and Juju's going to be left open, and I feel like he wants just less responsibility. That was yeah. like my initial thought. I was like, I feel like he's just taking the coward's way out here. But like, I mean, I think the weirdest thing is just that he would go back to Big Ben. I just yeah. don't understand that. And like, there's argument of like wide receivers, Lamar haven't had nothing's been really great there. Yeah. Um, so like, I mean, then that, that's whatever. Um, but also there's there's the take that the Steelers are really good at uh drafting wide receivers and developing wide receivers. 
And so maybe mm-hmm. he didn't want to leave that that trust of Mike Tomlin and how how good they are at, at developing wide receivers. Which Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, uh, Martavis Bryant was super good on the Raiders, but then as soon as Martavis Bryant left, not that good. So yeah, I mean the one year deal though. Hopefully it's just I'm holding out for that salary cap that team that can actually pay me properly because even yeah. like the Ravens and Chiefs was like pretty like the similar money for a similar amount of years. So why would you do that on a, having to learn a new offense when you could just and ball out on your own offense that you've been with but I, I i'm with you on the coward's take too he can, yeah he can hide a little bit more um any other moves here a couple on more wide receiver will fuller to the dolphins i'd yeah i'd put that under like not as big of a downgrade uh, it's actually a pretty big downgrade it's just because tua is not great on deep passes and fuller that's what he does yeah but good for Tua, at least another weapon to help. Like Fuller can separate, so hopefully they can figure something out there. And then AJ Green to the the cards. Any any thoughts on these two? You you go on you 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 go on reaching around for any of these guys in fantasy next year? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not. I probably not either. I'll take a like, flyer on uh, AJ Green late. Yeah. Um, Fuller, I was thinking would be a great fit if they still had Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yolo balls to fuller bro yeah Nasty. i would love to see that like if fuller ended up going uh to washington fuller and mclaurin would be oh. so sick i still i have washington as my favorite team what they did this offseason yeah 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 curtis samuel immediately wide receiver too also curtis samuel and terry mclaurin were college teammates so that's sick hmm. um and then fitzpatrick love it obviously it's a one-year deal no risk you can play heineke if you want fitzpatrick's a good backup you can draft someone if you want fitzpatrick will be there um and then they added a cornerback william jackson um just bolstering up their already sick defense and uh i love what i love what they've done i honestly would reach on a on a terry mcclory next year i think with fitzpatrick's tunnel vision and curtis samuel bringing some pressure off and the resurgence of logan thomas i for sure reach on him next year I think the best thing that they did all off season was stick with Washington football team. Also true. That's a that's a huge take. <laughs> There's some freaking fans that are like, "We won the division. We have to stay with it." <laughs> There's yeah. some people like, "Dude, this is so dumb." Like, pick a name. <laughs> I I I don't mind it. It's it's initially started when they're like, "We're going to the season as this." I was like, "You're stupid." Then now it's grown on me. <laughs> Because literally in my notes, I label them as professional football team. <laughs> and then like I have Chiefs, Raiders, professional football team. Oh man, it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that covers it all. Yeah. Well uh we got draft in pretty much a month. So we might be popping in live with a mock draft coming up soon as a little teaser. So potentially get yeah. ready for that. Yeah. I think Alrighty. that's it. Get some well, get some hockey in. Let's dabble in some hockey real quick here. Okay, first topic. I saw a tweet. Um, total goals for the Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Ryan Nugent, Hopkin group. They have fifty goals, combined salary of twenty-seven million dollars. Okay. Okay. We're gonna go over to a team we already talked about, um, Buffalo Sabers. Jack Eichel, Taylor Hall, Jeff Skinner, combined salary of twenty-seven million dollars. How many goals do you think they have? Uh, Skinner got a goal last night, so I'm gonna say five it says six the tweet says six <laughs> okay wow um if you go by points 136 for the edmonton guys 37 for the sabers guys <laughs> i thought i had to just bring that up because that is ridiculous yeah yeah man taylor how hall you, just destroys teams how do you fix that is it taylor hall curse but also like he got you a number one overall pick that's why you bring him in yeah yeah i know that's exactly <laughs> it <laughs> like what is his career path for him it's it's not very sustainable <laughs> He's been on what? This is this. He's got Buffalo like he's like connected this. to five number one overall picks or something like that. Yeah, that's oh my goodness, that's so funny. But this I is also like, like <laughs> pardon me. I feel like you need to retire. <laughs> he's like, not just be a coach, and then uh, like no, he, he wouldn't has... want to be a coach because then they'll be bad. He's got number one overall w- picks, dude. I just wanna. I don't know what happened in that New Jersey heart year, dude. He I don't know what happened. Literally so sick. And he's been yeah, just riding like, off that. <laughs> I I don't understand because even at the start of this year with Buffalo watching, I was like, man, Hall looks really bad. Like he does not look good. Like he looks, yeah, he looks dude. like third liner material right now. And then 
he ends up doing nothing this year. I'm like, okay, yeah, that was... totally makes sense. But what what happened to that New Jersey year? Why was that such? Yeah, the... was that a he was like the craziest outlier? Was that the Heisher rookie year, or was that the year before or after? Um, no, that had to be was... well before. Yeah, I think it was a year before. I'm yeah. You know what's gonna happen? <laughs> He's gonna get old. The Edmonton yeah. Oilers. Need one more veteran forward to join their third line. And Taylor <laughs> Hall is going to take a $900,000 salary to go win a cup with the Oilers. Could you imagine? Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's obviously this is like just like a little shock value tweeting right here, but it's shocking. <laughs> I don't Save even know the salary a hundred more points. Like, I don't even know how to value him anymore. Like in, no. in every respect it like, like no. the lead, he's what been going to even want to trade for him. Well, that's the thing is like Leafs have already talked about getting like getting him, but retaining his salary. Yeah, um, whoever trades for then, him, Buffalo has to retain half of it. Well, and they have no problem retaining. Like it's a year I bet, yeah. And so I feel like I don't know. I'm just so confused because I feel like even trading for him, he's just so bad. And like even for fantasy wise, I have him on my one team. I'm like I'm gonna hold him in case the Leafs get some. And he'll be on like the first or second line, or he then like, like goes to some actual contender like the Avalanche or something. Yeah, and I'm just thinking if even if he does that, I just still think he's not very good. So do I just drop him? Like I'm debating right now, dro- dropping him for like I don't know Clayton Keller or something. Like, dude, it's just bad in Buffalo. I mean, I think we didn't we rag on Buffalo last week, or did I? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we talked about yeah. the Sorry newspaper about yeah. or magazine or whatever. <laughs> Well, maybe we can move on, but I just feel bad. I loved, uh, this wasn't too long ago, but Ristolainen, did you hear his comments? No, what did he say? When he was asked about it, um, he's like, um, well, he's like, it doesn't like help anyone when we start complaining when we lose a few games. And then everyone <laughs> roasted him, being like, a few games? We've lost <laughs> 10 in a row. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was uh, really, really embarrassing. And this was a... They were like gearing up, man, for the that, the whole hall thing was like, hey, this is putting us over the top, boys. Yeah, I kind of because this was one thing that I did see. Also, I'm gonna pull it up. Um, the plus minus. Yes, the like masters graphic, right? Yeah, the like I want to see like I think the worst man. I, I don't know how to flip these stats. Not letting me flip them. I want to see the worst plus minus. Like minus thirty or something like that. Yeah. Like, and it's, like, the bottom, out of the bottom 10, I think, like, nine of them are Buffalo players. Uh, you hate to see that. Even when yeah. I'm tanking for draft picks in GM mode, I am not this bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, the worst thing I've ever But in this case, they have three, like, 90 overall players. Yeah. Like, well, and, like, I'm pretty sure when you play NHL 21, the, uh, like, the Sabres are in there to win it the first few years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they got two stud defensemen. And like yeah. a good forward core. Oh man, it's so <laughs> funny. Can't get over it. Yeah. Any any other hockey takes? Um, any other hockey? There's takes? just some COVID in Canada here. Canadians had two guys, I think. Yeah, which stinks. Which is really Yo, okay. bad. Okay, Fan- fantasy talk here, real quick. Um, Braden's getting so lucky again because he's battling with Jay for first. And then he comes against me, and I'm doing pretty well recently. And I have McDavid, and now I don't have McDavid for the rest of the week. Oh, I didn't have yeah. him for all week. And so not only that, so I lose McDavid and Larson on my team. And oh, then shoot, I forgot. Literally, Tyson Berry is like my sick guy on my one other team. Yeah, and then so not only that, but then he also is running against jay for first and jay has dry saddle and so he's out dry saddle for the entire week oh so brain just got man. dished first place most likely after this week so yeah that was it but fortunate for super that, unfortunate man. the only like thing that i have going for me is this is toronto's least amount of games in a week and he has austin matthews so he only oh, okay. has matthews for two games this week so that that helped me rather than the usual four. So that's good timing. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but in that league, Drake and I are doing defense only battle. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, going, that's cool. Going good for me so far. I have one assist. <laughs> I want to see your guys' teams. Um, let's let's do a bit of. We got Bone Byram, Brent Burns, Drew Doughty going up against Sergachev, Darlene, Carlson, and Boquist. 
Nice. Yeah. That's uh, quality. For the listeners, we're ninth and 10th in the league, so we're going to have some <laughs> fun for this one matchup that doesn't really mean anything. Uh, what's the loser punishment again in that league? Uh, let me check the message board here. Um, Loser punishment is less least amount of lottery percentage. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Which we didn't do like a, a real punishment. Yeah, we didn't for do that. an actual punishment, but still 12%. You don't have a lot of ping pong balls in the machine, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Dang, fifth place, we gave them 22%. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I should really be going for that. Yeah, you should go for fifth place so you can at least get McDavid back. Yeah. Yeah, McDavid is literally my entire team in that league. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is. Uh, that's it for the sports. This was a good episode. Yeah. Man, that soccer session was so fun. Dude, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll come up with more. And I'm going to start watching some games of those teams. But I feel like I can't just make the decision blind. I got to, yeah, yeah. like, do some games. So. Yep. All right. Is it that time of the episode, though? It is. All right, let's get it. I need is a beauty and a beat. Ah! Bot! Who can make my life These boss beauties, baby. Yes, sir. We got. What do we want to start with? Um, let's start with a bot. You okay. go. Okay, bots. My Sunday of watching basketball and betting. It went really bad. Oh no! It started off Loyola Chicago. I don't know why I doubted Sister Jean. So it started off that. Lost a bunch on that. And then I was trying to play catch up the whole day, and then all these like bets that I thought were gimmies to like get me back in all locked. And so. Yeah, it was just tough. It's a mm. tough Sunday of going down yeah. the stretch of the game. One eight hundred gambler if you have a problem. I I don't I don't. <laughs> but just if you do. <laughs> what about you? Um, my bot. Um, I'll do my my beauty and bot are kind of combined. Um, so I'll do my bot and then start off with the beauty. So my bot is Cass and I kind of moved in in our minds. Uh to this house that we ended up putting an offer in oh nice and uh we ended up not getting it oh so it's like that mental move in where it's like wow our kids will be here and this will happen here and it was like it was our it was like such a perfect place um but ended up not working but beauty is that that was our first official offer and now it's gotten the ball rolling so we're just seeing places talking to real estate agents move making things move nice, getting man. uh getting stuff done and uh most likely have a have a house in the next two one to two months how which is, will be how good. is the market over there oh dude it's terrible. see that's really actually my bot it's that's really my here, bot. man is it terrible out there it's so bad okay wait like, hold on hold on not even close to ours i bet no, I, I bet not, but it's still, like, super bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know Cody was, he was, like, had his place up for sale or something, and him and I were talking. But, like, tell me, t- tell me, like, what is it, like, so over there? So, basically, if you want to get anything done, you have to ask, like, 40k over asking, if not even more. Okay. What's, uh, what's, like, an average for, like, a detached home? Detached home, you gotta be in the, the 300,000. Okay. Like, minimum. Yeah uh for us um everything's going about 100 to 150 over asking yeah and a minimum is around 550 for it attached jeez um, i mean that, but that that's also that's, like just ontario versus manitoba too yeah yeah and that's not like average as far as detached homes that's average for what we're looking for yeah because and these are like tiny tiny houses that we're like looking at because if we were to do an actual main starter like, like three bedroom nice, yeah. kind of thing then you're definitely around 750 jeez yeah so it's really this stupid banks tough. bro yeah because their interest rates are so good everyone's like let's buy but then everyone's like let's sell and then it's like oh no well that and stupid stupid serb yeah as soon as as soon as trudeau implemented that then rather than letting the housing market crash and people start to sell and have prices go down he just put money into everyone's hands so that they didn't have to sell and then the housing market just started to continue to go up and it was like this was the opportunity for the housing market to get back on track and then the government just screwed it yeah it's definitely tough times yeah 
but we're making it work. Definitely a beauty that we're we're getting excited and it is so exciting, bro. Soon. That's yeah. awesome. You got a good real estate agent. Yeah, he's a beauty. That's sweet. Yeah, he he showed up at the place, uh, in his Tesla. <laughs> like it was like he's like a cool Christian guy, um, and uh, like we he's like friends of a friend, and uh, we know like his daughter and everything, and like uh, he was like low key kind of flexing because it was a beautiful <laughs> day on Sunday, and like he comes out of his Tesla, and we're like, hey, like so good to finally put a face face to you um and we started chatting up and he was just like yeah i was just in the backyard like chilling with a bunch of people on our barbecue overlooking our golf course like, <laughs> uh, why'd you say that <laughs> <laughs> but okay <laughs> yeah but you no, know it was funny he's a cool yeah, it's, it's exciting for that move man yeah all right yes, my sir. my beauty I guess it kind of starts out with a bot, but I uh, put my AirPods through the washing machine. Um, so that was tough. But then I like put them in my ears and like they were working. Um, so like that was fire. But then it's a roller coaster of a story. Um, you have AirPods, right? Yep. You know when you like take them out and they like automatically connect to your phone and you just like can play stuff right away? Yep. Every time I opened and closed my case, it like acted like I was pairing my case to my phone for the very first time it would be like would you mm. like to set up these airpods like every time i was like oh shoot so i just took it into the apple store five minutes new case on out of there still under warranty good to go nice works like charm so that's my beauty apple store man save you me. ever do you ever get it where you pull out your airpods from the case and you put your airpods in and only one of them connects um i had that with uh my old ones i had the okay. like gen ones and then i got the pros and i haven't had that with the pros too much okay yeah i th i think i have the but that gen happened to me a lot of the original yeah but there yeah i'm having that every now and then but yeah it is what it is definitely yeah. a first world problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> my earpods won't connect but yeah, yeah no. beauty about the new case where we're good to go nice yeah all right finish it off with a beat beat okay Do we both have the same beat mm, probably not okay um but i'll probably i probably will say something about if yours is what i think it is but it might not be um so first beat we're going with an artist by the name of livingston this is like my least popular artist that i've brought on here only four hundred thousand monthly listeners he has a song called fairy tale and he's got some bars about pixar songs in there which is why i like it huh and so it's kind of a song about how his life he thought it was like a fairy tale that all these things in these movies would just happen in real life, but it actually is not. So it's actually kind of a sad song now that I speak about it, but it's a good song. Okay. Livingston is his name. He, um, yeah, I'll have to give him a listen. I, I do got to say you did bring someone on way less popular. Not that long ago. Oh, who did I bring? Morgan J. Oh yeah. Morgan J. Yeah. Freaking and, uh, guy. man, he's funny. <laughs> yeah. He's like funny. Yeah. Yeah fire um okay mine um haven't listened to it all but justin bieber's new album yeah um, haven't listened to it all yet but i'm just saying that the as i am song but with Khalid, um that one's fire so i've listened to a couple of them i haven't listened to it all either actually um but i've listened to peaches i guess that's like that'll probably be like the popular one also do you know so the song hold on yeah yeah so i did not like it at all when it first came out yeah and i had it as my beat one time and you're like ah no no not my yeah. song <laughs> and then oh yeah and then i sent you the actual the reason for it and the you, music yeah video. what the heck justin come on dude dude that just <laughs> made the song so <laughs> sick <laughs> like Dude, that it's will so be if funny. they win the cup this year. Like that will be the there'll be a music video set to their entire Stanley Cup run to that song, no doubt. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that shot song should just be like the, um, like the World Juniors like goal song kind of thing <laughs> for, for the, the Leafs. Leafs. Yeah, 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 it's just like, and now every time I think of it, I just want to play hockey. It's kind of <laughs> dope. So yeah, it's so funny how like that just like. When things and are didn't kind I of say something connected. about on that episode, I was like, yeah, except when Justin Bieber says stuff about, I said something like anything that comes out of Justin Bieber's mouth, I like, except for when it's about the Leafs. 
And then that whole song that's about the leaf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's uh, hilarious. Just ate my words. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. This has been the Pod Pod, man. Another good episode. Very good episode. All right. Peace, y'all. Peace. I'm through with standing in line to pubs I'll never get in It's like the bottom of the ninth and I'm never gonna win Life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be I wanna sail that'll hold the squalls And a big black ship with some cannonballs Don't wanna join Davy Jones 20,000 leagues under the sea I'm gonna trade this life for fortune and fame Might even roll my beard and change my name we, we all just wanna be big rock stars Living hilltop houses, driving 15 cars The girls come easy and the trucks come cheap We all stay skinny cause we just won't eat And we'll hang out in the coolest bars And the VIPs with the movie stars Every good gold digger's gonna wind up there Every playboy bunny with a bleach blonde hair And we'll hide out in the private rooms With the latest dictionary and today's who's who We'll get you anything with that evil Smile. Everybody's got a rum dealer on speed dial. Hey, I wanna be a rock star.